Welcome to the SMB Community Podcast with your hosts, Amy Babinchak, James Kernan, and Carl Polichuk. Produced by and for the Small Biz Thoughts community. We're dedicated to making every IT professional a successful IT professional. Did you know Cisco helps managed service providers directly? Know about the Cisco Partner Program? Focused on helping partners combine managed services expertise and service creation with innovative Cisco technology and proven go-to-market resources. There's a program option for you. With provider pricing, MDF, and marketing resources coupled with Cisco's leading technologies, including Meraki, Duo, and Umbrella. Learn more with the link right in the show notes. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to the SMB Community Podcast. This is James Kernan with Kernan Consulting, and I am pumped about today's guest, Aaron Asher of Arsenal Business Growth. Hey, Aaron, how are you doing? I'm doing good, James. Thanks for having me. You bet. You bet. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, you know, Aaron is a true sales professional and uh, he runs a, a business. We're going to talk about him and what his business does, but uh, it's probably one of the best marketing campaigns many of my clients are doing and many of you should be doing, but uh, they've, they've got a firm of sales, highly trained sales professionals that uh, help get first-time appointments and, and help you close the deal as well. So we're going to be talking about that. And uh, Aaron's a, a true professional, a good man, and also based here in the Midwest. So again, Aaron, thanks thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, James. Midwest guy. Yeah, good. From good uh, mid- St. Louis area. I think it's like the, the best place to grow up. <laughs> exactly. Great, great. I heard they had some good beer down there too. Yeah, we got Anheuser Busch and a whole bunch of microbreweries and the Cardinals. And uh, until recently, we had the Rams, you know, and then they went over to Los Angeles and won a, a Super Bowl conveniently yeah, they, after they left us. But yeah, other than that, everything's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cool, cool. So awesome. So, Aaron, let's go back in time a little bit. Tell me, how, how did you get into this industry? Uh, yeah. So when I got out of school, I worked at a lead generation company and, you know, was the entry level sales development rep for managed IT companies and, and other, you know, other industries as well. And become an account executive, uh, sales director, uh, got to work in the B2B space, especially technology, software, you know, specifically managed IT services. They kind of outgrew that role, went to go sell software. It was a traveling salesman and uh, drove around scheduling appointments, walking in, selling payroll services, things like that. <laughs> and uh, then I went to, you know, become, a, you know, a vice president of business development. Right. I, I thought more or less I had made it. I was in my mid 20s and flying yeah. around everywhere, selling paid search. And and uh, the job was getting a little bit lonely. Uh, I, I missed working with the business owner, not necessarily mid-level management, some of these enterprise places. So, um, you know, we were getting to that period of time in our life. Me and my wife were saying like, Hey, we want to start a family. It's going to be hard to do if you're traveling like three or four days a week, Exactly. Uh, stay at home. And I convinced her to let me try starting a company. And, uh, we did in March of 2019. And, you know, here we are today in 2022 and 
we've not gone out of business yet, right? We're still growing and, and hiring people. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, just been in sales my whole career. That's awesome. That's awesome. And it, what's, what's cool is that you actually kind of started in IT sales, right? There's been so many um, vendors that do business with the MSP community, right? But they, uh, you know, they didn't start in, inside the community like, uh, like we did. So that's awesome. Yeah. So like my very first customers were, you know, an MSP, I think it was a CMIT solutions uh, guy mm-hmm. in Florida. And, uh, you know, I made phone calls to schedule appointments for him. And I also worked for a managed print provider in Chicago and okay. uh, selling managed print in Chicago was like, that was a tough time. Right. Yeah. So I kind of earned the stripes selling, you know, IT and, and uh, technology services over the phone. Yeah. Like right when I got out of school. <laughs> Well, that's how you learn. And, uh, you know, you get tossed in the fire. And my first sales job was, you know, we were heavy on the phones, you know, making, you know, 75 to 100 calls a day to get your appointments. And then when you get an appointment, you know, in Los Angeles, you know, everything takes an hour to get to or more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we go on our own appointments, right? It's, uh, I guess it's probably like that a little bit in the Midwest, uh, or at least St. Louis, but, uh, Anyway, so yeah, I grew up on the phones as well in, in the industry. And I used to say everything starts on the phone. You know, every deal starts on the phone. So, so tell us a little bit more about the business today, like what services you offer and, and your unique approach to, to this. Yeah, so we offer services that are aimed at small B2B companies, um, specifically managed IT service providers mm-hmm. uh, to grow their business. And it revolves around sales and marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, our major play, you know, most of our business is doing appointment setting, cold calling, emailing, business development as a service. And, you know, instead of a managed IT, uh, you know, services owner hiring in-house or uh, going to another firm where they don't know what they're going to get, you know, we offer a pretty streamlined solution. You get, you get a quality rep, um, you get to handpick them off of our shop, we mm-hmm. have a month-to-month arrangement. There's a money-back guarantee. We don't charge for implementation or onboarding. Uh, we use best-in-class software like Balto.ai, coaches your guy in real time. And we give you the ability to check out um, all of his activity, right, online. Mm-hmm. You, Salesforce does maintenance, you know, at 2 a.m., you know, maybe once a month on Sunday or whatever, and you can't get in then. But any other time, you know, you just log in and listen to the phone calls and give feedback on appointments, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's getting a really quality person who already has the playbook, who's under management, who's surrounded by, you know, 30 or 40 other sales reps, and they just get to work for you. Your calendar gets sales appointments on it without you having to do anything, right? Except pay the bill, right? <laughs> and, then, and then how far, um, how far through the process does the sales rep stay involved? Is it just, does he drop off after the first time appointment? after you hand the lead over or do they stay in the loop? Yeah, it's, that's kind of at the client's discretion. So, you know, when we originally started the service, we thought that, yeah, we would more or less, if you thought about it, like a football field, drive it down the field and get to the red zone, right? Get to the sales appointment and then turn it over to the client. Yeah. And then the client would run the sales appointment and let us know when they closed it. And what we're finding is people, they appreciate that, but they're actually looking for options. So we've got some clients who will have us schedule the sales appointment. They'll run the sales appointment 
and drop mm-hmm. off a proposal, they'll come back to our rep and say, hey, man, can you call them and try to pick that up? Can you ask them to get it signed? Or you can see, can you see if there's anything that's preventing them from moving forward? Um, some of our guys even uh, have their sales extensions ring to our sales reps over here, right? Yeah. So, uh, we got a funny story. Uh, we got a client down in Phoenix called our client in Virginia Beach uh, to sell them some data service. And um, Sam Baker picked up the phone over here. And Sam said, hey, you know, just just curious, you don't happen to work with Arsenal Business Growth, do you? Right, because he recognized <laughs> the client's name over there. And, uh, uh, you know, the, that guy had no idea uh, that Arsenal was answering the sales lines over there. So, you know, long story short, uh, yeah, we can give you the sales appointment and let you take it from there, but we can also help you bring it in too. Yeah, that's awesome. And the, the one thing I've seen, because several of my clients actually work with you and your team, the thing I appreciate is, um, let, let me, I'll be as professional as I can, but I'm going to poke fun at many of, of the business owners that are listening to this program. <laughs> Most of the business owners that, you know, run technology, you know, your MSP is, are highly technical, right? They're engineers and uh, they don't know much about sales and marketing and I've um, I've been hired countless times to develop a you know sales and marketing team and implement the process and you know from from quote to close and go in and people want to be taught how to do that and it's hard and I've been doing this for yeah. 15 years it's hard but your team actually does a great job the hardest thing is to get that first time appointment and you guys make that happen but what I appreciate is you do stay in the loop and push things along. Like, hey, did you get the quote out yet? Did you follow up on that? Um, you know, when's the next meeting? And it's really important because uh, sometimes it's like pulling teeth with some of the business owners that I've worked with about creating that sense of urgency and you want to yeah. move that quote along faster, right? Yeah, and you know, we work with all types. We've got guys who are literally just getting started and, and they're the owner, the operator, the janitor. We work with guys who, I mean, literally have 1500 employees at their company and we're working with the CEO to target, you know, airliners. And the one thing that's pretty consistent is guys that, you know, close more deals, they have an easier sales process. And, you know, why have a whole bunch of steps if they're not necessary? So, you know, even with our website, we've got, you know, our shop and our pricing and you add a rep to the shopping cart and you check out. We try to make it a, a one-step process. You know, yeah. you talk to us, check us out, decide if you want to buy or not. So we we will help coach guys um, just, just to make our service, um, you know, more valuable to them, right? Mm-hmm. Here's how you run a first-time appointment. You know, you might want to adjust your contract or your PowerPoint presentation like this, but, you know, just selfishly, uh, most of our sales reps want to see the deals closed because they get paid commission when right. our clients close deals. So you can always count on people to be self-interested. <laughs> they, they will, they'll get deals closed if they got commission to make, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's the, that's the motivation. And they do a great job of that. One of the other things I appreciated and, and I quickly realized with, with you and your team is you, you actually put them through a nice training program and you just quickly mentioned um, that you, it will put them up almost like a product, but each individual has a video up on your website where you could click and listen in 
uh, on them talking about themselves for one or two minutes and you can check out. But what's cool about that video is they're all sharp dressed, they're wearing ties. Um, and uh, you can tell that they've been through some professional training. So I thought that was uh, something very interesting and, and unique that uh, that I appreciated. Yeah, we thank you. We, we try to hire people who are intelligent and who are ambitious. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of the guys come from the industry. Some of them don't. You know, one of our best sales reps was a was a bartender, you know, working at an Outback Steakhouse. And he just had things that he wanted to accomplish in his life. You know, he's very personable. And that's something that you can't teach, right? We can teach people, right, what uh, on-premises versus in the cloud. We can teach people what, what voiceover internet protocol stands for or means. We can't make somebody want to learn, right? So right. when we're interviewing people, we're really looking for, hey, you're young, you're you're bright, you're um, ambitious, you want to get after it, you kind of bring the energy. And then we take them through a very uh, regimented training process. We teach them the industry. Uh, they sit down, listen to a whole lot of phone calls. They get indoctrinated. They go out and get grilled by our existing reps and try to set appointments with them. And they, you know, give them these impossible scenarios to overcome. <laughs> and then, you know, the very worst case uh, scenario, if your rep hits a, a brain fart or a, a bump in the road, uh, we're partnered with a local company to uh, to St. Louis called uh, Balto.ai. And those guys uh, have a really cool product, which does real time coaching. So if somebody says managed IT, it brings up a bunch of different options about that service. You know, does it cover, you know, Office 365 licenses or does it not, right? Does it yeah. include projects once a quarter or does it not? How many, you know, uh, employees or technicians are at this company? You know, it's always just literally that a phrase away and it pops mm-hmm. it up for them. So uh, yeah, what's, it's important to make sure you hire the right people, but also train them. Yeah, Absolutely. And you, you said something a moment ago, I'm going to circle back, you said energy. And it's something that many of our listeners, when they're trying to build out their own sales teams, most people will contact me and say, hey, James, I need your help with a marketing plan. And I want to hire my first sales rep. And what I normally do is I'll send a white paper that I wrote where it's there's, it, there's 10 things that you have to do in order to really build out your, your business development team. And if you're not going to do these 10 things, then this isn't going to work. It's going to be really painful. And one of them is you need to hire more than one person. And uh, when, when a small uh, MSP makes the decision to, to hire a full-time employee, a sales rep, that's a big decision because they're not cheap. Um, and you know, I've always said you need to do it two or more uh, for that whole energy thing. And now you've got a team of 50 uh, bucking Broncos in the bullpen that are high-fiving each other, chugging coffee, uh, and, it, and it's very high energy. And I, I can't stress how important that energy is because they're making calls and making things happen and creating a sense of urgency uh, versus an engineering office. You know, engineers like working in the dark, all the lights off, the windows drawn, uh, and salespeople yeah. will die in an environment like that, right? Yeah. So I can't agree with you more. Two people always, and it's, it's for the energy, but it's also for, you know, the sad times too. Uh, it's, it's, you don't want to be isolated, right? For example, when I started the company, I didn't have any employees and I was sitting in this little bitty office because it's all I could afford at the time making calls. And, uh, you know, after the fifth guy tells me no, 
you know, or I go through that day without an appointment, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what a horrible mistake I've made. You know, <laughs> I had such a nice job and I should have never done the, you know, but if you're surrounded by other people who go through the same ups and downs, you get to bond over that, you know, uh, people can look out for you and say, hey, no, hey man, it's just a rough day. Um, you know, and you get to come back and have the good day. So you share the ups and downs together. Uh, we we're an in-office company, but like there was a huge snowstorm last week or, or the week before. So we had a couple days remote and we did a really good job. Um, but everybody was ready to come back in on Monday, right? You can tell there's a little <laughs> extra pep in their step. Like, man, that was rough. There yeah. was a lot of phone calls to make in my basement or in my home office. Uh, glad right. to be with the guys again. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, uh... You know, that was the environment I grew up in, in sales in IT. I worked with a, a group of four or five uh, other sales professionals, and, and we really fed off of each other. You know, we kind of did the comparison. And you said that, you know, you've got good days and bad days, but they're all great days when you're working together as a team in a, in a positive environment. So kudos to you for putting that together. Um, one of the other things I think that that's really unique with your firm that uh, I saw up on the website, maybe talk about why you do this. Um, and I appreciate this because I can tell that you're a quality human being, you care about the customer, and it's not just about the money. But you only work with you only will work with one client at a time in each geography. Uh, help. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Yeah. Um, you know, it's just one of those things that people aren't used to. And when we, when we got started, uh, you know, we were looking for differentiators and people say they're exclusive or there's some various type of, you know, market segment segmentation. Maybe you get this Northeastern part of the city and this other person gets that. You just like, you really don't know what your territory is. And people were saying, man, I just wish somebody would would just go to bat for my company only. Mm -hmm. So we took that to heart. And the only way that I know how to prove that to anybody is by plastering, plastering their name, you know, on our website, on a map with a link to their, their company so that, you know, Hey, I'm the only guy that's here. And yeah. right. So the motivations behind being exclusive are to ensure that we're not you know, divvying up opportunities or, or taking this record and giving it to these guys. I just don't know how you can decide to work for a couple different companies, you know, at the same time. Um, I, it sounds really nice. Like we get referrals and like Chicago's got a list of, there's like 10 businesses right now who would probably sign up for Chicago today. And it hurts every time I have to tell them, I'm sorry, man, you know, real nets, you know, <laughs> those are our guys. Those are the guys we work with there. Like I can't, you know, yeah. we'll put you on the list and we'll call you if it happens. Um, but in, in the long run, I think it preserves your reputation because they appreciate that you're working just with them. And, you know, you've got long, long uh, client retention. You know, we still have our first customer uh, that we ever started working with, um, software design partners. And, you know, we've closed some awesome deals with them. And if we were working against them, uh, I, I don't think that would be the case, you know, so pick one guy and go to war with them. You know, we've had a couple guys get some very nice deals. You know, it's, it's a little more common in the one to two guy, you know, managed IT outfits. They'll get a couple deals and they'll say, hey, thanks. We're, we're taking off. You know, I'm taking my ball and going home. Great reviews on the website, but, uh, you know, we can't sustain any more growth. So we say, fine, you know, just we're, we'll pick another company to work with and help them.
And I think that's the only way to go about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. It's one thing that stood out to me when I, when I hit your website for the first time and have talked with some of my clients and, you know, if they're on the wait list, you know, that's always a bummer, but if they're the ones that are engaged and I've got a lot of clients uh, using you very, very successfully and uh, they're, they're appreciative of that. So uh, you don't, you don't see that in our industry too often. So um, kudos to you for yep. that as well. well. One more thing that's pretty funny about that, just as an aside, we get like solicitations from our competition to our sales reps at our company. You know, mm -hmm. so they'll, they'll think that they're contacting, you know, a decision maker or someone that's in charge of sales, right, over at uh, at so and so IT. And uh, you know, my my guys will come and tap me and say, "Look at this," you know. And what's funny is some of the some of the emails are good, some of them are kind of bad. But you know, I'm just thinking, <laughs> you don't you don't really even work there, right? They didn't do the 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 research to check to make sure that it's a uh, you know an actual decision maker at that company. So, um, but yeah, the, I guess that kind of you know uh, speaks to the exclusivity as well. But uh, yeah, it's 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 fun to have like you know flying a flag more or less, you know, yeah. this is our team. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So uh, another question I had for you, just to, for clarification sake, walk, walk me through. And so the listener understands what your normal onboarding process would look like of, of what, what is your, what is your process look like? So people know what to expect. Yeah. So onboarding starts after you check out and you pick a rep. So you know, it's just like a traditional shopping experience. You go watch the interviews for our available sales reps. You check them out. When, when you check it out, you get contacted by onboarding. Uh, our implementation manager, her name's Jessica Scott, she'll reach out to you to schedule your kickoff call. That happens in the beginning of your first month. Um, and that first month, that onboarding month is included at no cost. So when you check out, you're actually prepaying for your second month up front. And, uh, you know, that way, you know, you're not putting a bunch of money into uh, onboarding. Um, so anyway, the it's a four-step process. Kickoff call, we go through action items, you meet your rep, you say, hey, I want this area code for my phone number. I'm going to set up this email address. It's going to look like that. We're going to call my guy a partner. We're going to call my guy a sales development rep, whatever you want their title to be. Yeah. We, uh, we talk about the parameters for buying a list for you, the end user counts, the revenue ranges, the, uh, yep. the industries. And then we start getting to work. The second meeting is a mock pitch. Like you pitch us on your service. You do a first time appointment with us. We give you a couple call recordings. Um, we used to just have uh, guys do it blind, but actually we've redacted some critical info from various types of sales appointments and, and we give it to, to clients to listen to. So they're real sales appointment scenarios. Yep. And uh, you pitch us. And we kind of, it's two parts. One, you get used to what the sales meetings are like, but two, uh, we kind of gauge you on, on where you're at in sales, right? What your capabilities are. We'll give a couple yeah. pointers if we think that you need them. Um, you know, the third meeting is uh, the Balto review. You check out the artificial intelligence software. You make sure that it's set up and tuned up the way you want it. Again, we build it behind the scenes and, and submit it for your review. And the final meeting is a wrap up where you just make sure you know how to use our CRM and come in and listen to calls and give feedback and, and use our software. And uh, that takes place, you know, basically one meeting a week. And then month two, we go live and start calling for you. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, been through the onboarding and uh, just wanted to 
have you elaborate on that for you know from a listener standpoint because you do so much more than uh than what most people think you know i like how you have ai involved it's more of a strategic approach into your target market uh, and I've seen you also kind of help and you, you glazed over this very quickly that during the sales process, you know, how to run a first time appointment, you know, you need to have a, a, a presentation on your company or what, what's your unique selling proposition. Uh, hey, your proposal template is ugly and we, we need to fix that. You know, you'll, you'll help, uh, help that along the way. Uh, so there's so much more than just you setting up that appointment, which is so valuable but all these other pieces is just icing on the cake. So I wanted you to uh, talk about that. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So like whether we like it or not, you know, the, the sales appointment is important, but it's not the end all be all. Like people got to make some money for them to keep, you know, coming back month over month because we're a monthly service. So, you know, we need to coach them up if they need it. And of course we approach those conversations delicately, but, uh, yeah, we're very invested in just not stopping with the appointment. We want to make sure we equip you to close business too. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. So we've talked about some some great things. I've been very impressed uh, with, with you and your organization, um, Arsenal Business Growth. You guys are the real deal. And thank you so much. It's such a, you know, the, the Datto did a big, uh, you know, kind of a, a state of the union in a bunch of research in the industry. And it was about a year ago that this last one came out. And the number one issue that people struggle with is getting that first time appointment. You know, it's all sales and marketing, but it's that first time appointment. And once they get face to face with someone, most people are pretty good about navigating forward, but they just need more first time appointments. So you guys uh, came onto the scene right at the right time. Uh, it's no wonder you guys are growing like crazy because you do a great job for, for all my customers. So thank you. Thank you very much. And, you know, James, uh, I think the first event we did was down in Dallas at the, the end of 2021. And it was just a great group of, of like-minded, you know, IT companies that want to grow. You know, we talked to guys who are you know, in a lifestyle phase, you know, they want to make sure that they don't have to be in the office. So they can go fishing. We talked to guys, you know, who are aggressively wanting to grow. And it, it was in that latter part, you know, everybody we talked to down there was extremely motivated. We had some clients, we had guys who we'd never talked to before. And I was just thrilled that, you know, we made the decision to sponsor the event and go down there. So um, hopefully I'm able to uh, find some more time to go to another one. Uh, although I don't know if my wife will forgive me for missing the the event in San Diego. You're gonna have to do another one in San Diego sometime. <laughs> well, we're, I think we're looking at that at the end of the year. So we'll, we'll, we'll give you, give you, you another go. opportunity. We'll give you another opportunity. You so I know everybody wants to um, get more information on your firm. What, what's the best way to get in touch with you and, and your company and learn more? Uh, yeah, it's a couple different ways. Um, arsenalbg.com. Uh, our phone number is 314 304,000. You can reach me at extension 101 um, or just type in Arsenal Business Growth and you'll find our website. Uh, literally, you know, a phone call is welcome. You know, we've got our email up. We've got Calendly. If you want to uh, check the link, I think that's on our Google profile. You could just yeah. book a meeting directly. But uh, yeah, we also, you know, we're, we're pretty serious about not spamming you. So if you visit our website and you find, you know, the partner map, if you want to check your 
territory's availability, you know, just uh, put it in the chat. Hey, is this available down to the zip code? We'll get right back to you. Um, we'll get you the information that you need. And the FAQ is a really good resource too. It's got our pricing, our subscription verbiage, how our referral programs work. Um, if you visit our website and can't find an answer to something, uh, I think that's a problem. And, uh, you know, I'll probably send you a little gift card for bringing it to my attention, you know, because we'll go amend it. Yeah, I know you've got a great, great website and it's very thorough and very well done. So uh, congrats there. But awesome. Well, hey, Aaron, thank you so much for being on the program and sharing some of your wisdom with the listeners. Uh, we appreciate it and we will see you very soon. OK. Awesome. Thanks, James. Have a great day. Bye bye. Right, you bet. Take care now. Thank you for tuning in to the SMB Community Podcast. If you found this useful, interesting, or fun, please subscribe, share with your friends, and give us a thumbs up on your favorite social media. Please check out the show notes at smbcommunitypodcast.com and give us your feedback.